0: welcome to the porch talks
1: podcast where you rock and we talk all right boys we're back here with another week actually being consistent this time boys hitting it dude, hitting it our uh, hitting it in a row dude we're pros so hopefully we'll have a uh, a scheduled time from now on we don't jinx it but been consistent two weeks so we'll see how that goes
2: I think we're on the right trajectory. Yeah, I hope so. As we, so we just continue in our fame, our podcasting fame. That's growing.
1: Yeah. We can, we can always hope and pray about that. (laughs) But, uh, today boys, we got some interesting heated topics. I feel like that's gonna, it's gonna be discussed. (laughs) Some of the topics we're going to start off a little light, but, uh, first, first topic is, uh, what is the best place for breakfast? So, if you had to choose a restaurant to get only breakfast, what would it be? Uh, then we're going to go into straight into Piper, Piper's new article about politics, and then going into uh, Kanye running for president. Then we're going to finish up with when should we start listening to Christmas music, which is going to be an interesting debate. So yeah. With that first topic, what is the best restaurant for breakfast? That was actually submitted by one of our listeners, and uh, if you want to do that, you can uh, DM us, tweet at us on Twitter, email us different questions that you think that we should talk about. So yeah, give us a little shout out over on our Twitter page.
2: Yeah, so our Twitter page. If you're if you're about that life, if you're on the Twitter, in the Twitterverse, um, our twitter page is at talks porch um so it's basically just our name just backwards just at talks porch follow us that's how we communicate with everybody that's where we um announce when we release episodes and everything so make sure you give us a follow there so that you can stay up to date and so that you can send us questions and we will discuss them at great detail here on the pod so yeah yeah
1: there it is So this is a great question, I think, just starting off. So, what would be the best restaurant for breakfast?
0: What do y'all think? So,
2: I'm just trying to set the parameters here. Does the place have to be a specifically breakfast restaurant?
1: No, no. I think it could be any restaurant.
2: Any restaurant that... Wait, literally any restaurant? Or, like, they have like any restaurant that offers breakfast.
1: I mean any restaurant that offers breakfast.
2: Cuz maybe you I, I mean I guess it would depend on what you want to eat for breakfast, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I also thought you know, what time are you eating breakfast too? So yeah, I mean Now listen, listen. So say that you know that uh you got that you're a college student, right? You you're up at three AM and you want to hit IHOP for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Is that breakfast still? Or is that like a midnight snack? Hmm. I guess it, if that's eight your eight first
3: meal of the day, that's
1: breakfast. See see I would that's I feel like that's a different debate than if it's <laughs> three AM breakfast or like eight AM breakfast. Then we're debating
2: when does your day start? So that's a whole different topic.
1: We yeah, we can, can discuss that discuss that later, but I don't know, man. It dep- is like there
3: is there a breakfast place that you found being in North Carolina that you actually like?
2: No,
1: dude, I don't go anywhere. Really, man. <laughs> dude, you can't go anywhere with COVID in North Carolina. Places shut down. That's very
2: true. Dude, I go to maybe three different places, and breakfast restaurants is not one of those places. Wow.
1: All right, so in your life, what would you say would be the best
0: restaurant for breakfast? What do you think, Chase? What's
1: yours? So I'm gonna, I gotta break this down. Uh, So (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like a drive-through breakfast, and then like a sit-down breakfast. Okay, okay. Because I feel like those are two different uh, topics, or two different, two different categories. Yeah, two different. I think those are two different categories. Oh yeah. So I easily best uh restaurant for breakfast, sit down wise, cracker barrel. All the way. Doesn't matter. Getting pancakes with a cracker barrel syrup, you can't beat it. I don't I don't know I don't even know what can com- could compare. <laughs> cracker barrel's
3: pancakes are overrated. Oh my goodness. We had this topic week one that Topher does not like Cracker Barrel, and we're we're going to break him of it. I just, no. I just think they're overrated.
1: It's just sad that he's lived his life like this. This is Deep. crazy. So. Whatever, w- man. W- all right, Topher, what would be your sit-down place for breakfast?
2: Sit-down place for breakfast? Yeah, sit down. Um. The, I, there's just not that many options.
3: So, what like, if you're invited, among your among your group of friends, you're invited to go to breakfast, and you get to pick. Where are you picking?
2: Well, I'll tell you where I'm not picking. Oh, my goodness. I'm not picking Waffle House.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair. Right. That's Waffle fine. House is disgusting.
2: All right, all right. I hope would not be my first choice. Um, okay. I mean, see... I feel like the only other real
1: option is Cracker Barrel. Yeah, but, I mean, you get breakfast at any place, really.
2: But sit down. But sit down. Breakfast.
1: Yeah, what about, uh, what's that place near ETSU? First Watch? Yeah, First Watch.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, there's that. I've not been there enough to, like, really Mm. know if I love it. Ooh, I'll tell you where. Maple Street. I think that's what mine would be. Ooh.
3: That
2: is that's a good one. choice.
3: The Biscuit Company. That's a good one.
2: Maple Street Biscuit Company. I think those are... I don't I don't think... That's not just a Tennessee thing. Those are everywhere. Or not everywhere.
1: I think it might be in Florida. Oh. Well, okay.
2: To our Florida listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Maple Street. Maple apparently.
1: Street Biscuit
3: Company. But that's some good stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a good sit-down that place.
3: Is, I haven't been there in a while.
1: All right, what do you got, Joseph? Sit down only. So sit down only,
3: we're not doing drive-through.
1: Not yet. Not yet.
3: Not yet. So my sit down, um, so if you had asked me literally like a month ago, I would say it'd be it'd be close. It'd be close between IHOP and Cracker Barrel. But now it it's first watch. It is first mm. watch, absolutely. So Dang. I it doesn't mean I don't like Cracker Barrel. I thoroughly enjoy Cracker Barrel. I think it's great. But yeah. First watch. I don't know if it's just because I've been there recently, or I just have been enjoying their food. I've been there twice in the past month, and I don't know if it's the atmosphere or the food's really good, or just all of the above. But I've been enjoying some first watch. Hmm. It's good
0: stuff. It's good. It's good. First watch. Good all stuff. All right.
1: What? So, all right. We'll go back to you, Joseph. What about fast food? You had to choose a fast food. Restaurant for breakfast.
3: We going back to me? Yeah. Oh, fast food. So like, are we talking like road trip, pre-road trip? You got to drive through somewhere to get food.
1: Yeah. Um, Or if you're going to class in the morning, you got to drive through somewhere to get breakfast. Okay. Okay. Um, Depending on my
3: mood, it's either going to be Chick-fil-A Get you some chicken minis. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Can't go wrong with chicken minis. Um, good Or decision. it's going to be a Pal's sausage biscuit. Two good decisions. Just it choose just, one, it though. It just depends on the mood. Uh, chicken minis. That's always mood. the default. All right, gotcha. Topher?
2: Uh, this is a no-brainer to me. It's
3: Chick-fil-A all day.
2: Mm. Mm. That
3: was a much quicker decision. Sit down. Dude, listen
2: so i have an unpopular opinion about pals oh gosh oh, wow. so and also for our non-east tennessee listeners pals is a um i don't even know how to explain it it's it's a it's like just a regional food chain yeah fast food regional thing that's in east tennessee burgers so, fries and shakes that's it and and some breakfast food some breakfast a popular opinion about pals is i don't like their biscuits
1: Oh my gosh! Hmm. That's, any opinion that Topher gives is very unpopular. As y'all dude, find I out, I mean that's
3: true. That's what we're that's what we're learning,
1: dude. Yeah. Listen,
2: I'm here to provide.
1: Pal's biscuits long... aren't good. Pa- Cracker Barrel I, isn't good.
3: I didn't dude, see the this
1: is this is why we're losing uh, audience members, man.
3: <laughs> Maybe dude, it's no why we're gaining bad. foreign countries.
1: Yeah, I'm here. They, don't, to they provide... don't even know.
2: I'm here to tell the truth, man
1: truth. I'm not oh, here. the is. truth the
3: whole oh, truth. Geez. Nothing but the truth.
1: Alright, so I'm gonna be the oddball out. I'm going to pals. Only because rounds, man. You yeah, can't that's... beat you you can't beat those rounds anywhere.
2: No, I will agree with that. Those Cheddarounds Powell's are pals
1: cheddarounds are so good. Yeah. So I gotta go with pals all the way. Easy easy choice. But uh yeah, pals and cracker barrel, you can't beat it. What a
2: duo! Now, if Cracker Barrel started serving cheddar rounds, my opinion hmm. might change.
0: That's true. My opinion might change too. Well,
3: how what you would think about opinion? cheddar rounds that high? How would your opinion change? <laughs>
1: how would your opinion change, Chase? <laughs> I might I might turn Cracker Barrel into a fast food service somehow.
2: <laughs> Dude, Chase is gonna somehow. be like. Chase is that guy that's like, um, is there is there a way I can like mobile pickup here? Can I do a drive through?
1: Get this to go. <laughs> I'm gonna find one of the one of the many windows in there and just try to order from it.
2: Oh my gosh, you would do that.
1: That would be so funny. Totally All
0: right, boys. That's well, well, well you know fun. what's here we you go. Know you know what's next. Dude, here we here. go. Here we go. Introduce so, Chase.
1: Yeah. So. As of today, it's the 29th of October. So about, what was it? A little less than a week ago, I'd say. It was released on the 22nd. 22nd, so actually a week. So that's that's about a week. Yeah, exactly a week ago. Yeah, exactly wow. a week ago. <laughs> um, yeah, John Piper submitted an article talking about the upcoming election, talking about... Uh, politics and whatnot yeah i feel like it's not something very uh trendy in the reformed world for uh pastors and reformed people to uh talk about politics and whatnot talk about who they're voting for and everything so uh, i think it's very interesting that john piper everybody did it, but uh maybe it's not i don't know maybe that's just me but just give a little it's really up, interesting yeah if you haven't read John Piper's article, I'd go highly suggest you go read it just to get an idea of what he's talking about and just get some background information but so basically <clears throat> John Piper talks about in the article that he wrote that's also like ten pages long because you know it's John Piper um talking about basically who he's gonna vote for, but he doesn't explicitly say any names but he basically gives the uh he basically sways to that he's going to be voting for joe biden which is very interesting for a very reformed uh southern baptist pastor like john piper <clears throat> and so yeah we're just going to talk about talk about it just see what our opinion is i mean we don't have to talk about who we're voting for or who we're leaning with but we can just talk about what you know just his article and stuff and what that looks like so so is that how you interpreted the
3: article is that you think he's going to vote for Biden
1: that's that's how i mean that's how everybody's interpreted the article that he's voting for Joe Biden
2: hmm. which i think is a wrong interpretation
1: i want to hear this i agree
3: i agree with that
1: it's interesting
2: yeah, because at the end of the article the editors note says that he tweeted that the article was posted explaining why he won't be voting for Biden or Trump.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I assumed he meant he wouldn't be voting for either.
1: I did not see that. It's interesting. So, which well, it makes it, the whole article makes it seem like he's siding with Biden, though, on it. Uh, not so,
0: really. As in policies and paths, it does
3: want to look at that section.
0: Which which part are you looking at?
1: Policies and persons. When he talks about uh, how you're either voting for the policies that a person implements or the, the person of who he actually is.
3: And you so think, think he, that
1: meant he was going to vote Biden? Yeah, because he thinks the person itself is more important than the policies they implement. So I think it's yeah. interesting. What do you all think about that? Do you think it's more important to vote for the policies the person is going to implement or who the person, who they actually are as a person?
3: I think that person is way more important because I'd say like 75% of the time the policies they claim they're going to implement don't get implemented. So, But you know that regardless of what they say they're going to if you know them as a person or like their character, then you know generally the things that they will do. Does that make sense? I think that's more important than the policies that they are talking about. Is what they stand on them is more important. What do you think, Topher?
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to leader when it comes to leadership of any kind, um, any decision that a leader makes, or in this case any policy that a leader makes, is going to flow straight out of the person. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So yeah. The policies and the um you know, the decisions are an outward in my opinion, are an outward presentation of what is happening inward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess, I don't know. I guess I, I mean, I think policies are important too. I mean, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think I would lean with policies more than the person himself. Uh, I, I think as a, uh, I think as a, uh, someone that's going to be leading the country, um, I don't think we had to implement our duplicate those characteristics that those leaders make. But there are policies that we had to respect as uh, believers, uh, that they do implement. So I think it's interesting yeah. how those two are very different, but are also at the same time, very much alike. So I think it's interesting that John Piper wrote this and, uh, so many people are reacting from it.
2: What do you think? What do you think about that, Chase? Let me ask you this. Because um, today, when I re- I read this article again today, just to kind of refresh my mind on what it said, and so I went on Twitter and just searched Piper's name just to see like people's responses to the article. And of course, even a week later, there's still people. With yeah, responses I to it, um, and I was mind blown. Yeah, I was taken aback by how many like Christian leaders, um, like reading their responses to it. Um, so what do you think, Chase? What do you think of the, like the?
1: I mean, were those were those responses good, bad? I mean, I don't know.
2: I mean, a lot of them. I mean, most of them were leaders disagreeing with what Piper's saying here. Um, and so like what do you think just overall what do you think of the backlash to the article Chase uh,
1: I, I think um, I obviously think Piper knows what he's doing when he's writing something like this especially about politics and stuff and everything that's going on uh, he obviously is a very smart man so he knows what's gonna the backlash that he'll receive from writing this but uh, I mean, I give him uh, I, mean, I give him credit for writing it because he's one of the one of the main pastors, authors that a lot of people look up to they get their ideas and uh, thoughts and theology a lot from his studies and his interpretations and stuff so I mean I think it's very interesting and bold that he uh, wrote this but I wish he would have been more um <sighs> I wish, like you said at the beginning, the editor's note explains why he won't be voting for Biden or Trump. I wish he would went a little bit more deeper into that, into the actual article itself. So, just just for other people to know that, because not everybody's going to know or see that when reading that. Yeah. Well, I think that's
0: kind
3: of the point.
0: Not
1: everybody's yeah, on Twitter. I,
3: I, I think that's the point. I mean, I think if he would have treated, tweeted this out and just titled it, this is the reason I'm not voting for Trump, or this is the reason I'm not voting for Biden, that's the context that people are going to read it in. So they're going to read the whole article as being anti-Biden or anti-Trump. No,
1: I w- no not not either one of those. I, I was saying, I wish he would have said, I'm not voting for either one, and not have it looked as he's dissing the other person or something. So I wish she would have put that in, but I mean, what? Who am I to say what he should and shouldn't do? But I mean, yeah. I definitely, I think, I think he definitely saw the backlash coming, and just saw that as you know something that was not you know you can't help to have that.
2: I mean, and and it's kind of amusing, um, and I know this just because of reading and listening to Piper in the past. Is he does not care one bit about no, the backlash she's getting for this, and I think no. that's I think that's also important for us to see, because I think this article is challenging to believers, or I think it should be challenging to us as believers, because I think at the at the heart of this, what he's trying to do is getting us to have a mindset change. Does
1: that make oh, sense? So <clears throat> what 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 kind of change? Like, what is it, I think what just it should thinking through,
2: you? like, just the mindset of how we approach elections and how we approach politics. Does that make sense, mm-hmm. as believers? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, and the, my favorite part of this article is the last part, where he's talking about the word to pastors. Um, and even though we're not pastors, I think, at, I think when we re-reading that section. I think it's very convicting to us in thinking through how we live as exiles, right? Uh, Yeah. And how we live as sojourners um, in this land. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've got the article pulled up here and I'm just rereading it. And he, he starts off that section by saying, like, imagine if America collapses... You know, and it's like anarchy and tyranny and um, Christians, like, let's say Christianity is just like, like, Christians start getting arrested and, you know, maybe even to extremes of martyred and all this. Then, And then he he's wording this to pastors, then ask yourself, has my preaching been developing real radical Christians? And I think we can ask that same question in the mindset as a Christian is... Mm-hmm. Um. Do I act like believers? And he talks about Hebrews ten thirty four. Um. Do I act like a believer who understands that he's living as an exile, right? Yeah. And so it's like when I read this, when I read this, and I think about the election. Um. The thought that came to my mind today was, I vote because it's my civic duty, right? As, mm-hmm. as a citizen of the United States, I vote because, you know, that's just, that's my civic duty as a citizen. But on November 4th, when I wake up on November 4th, I may or may not have a new president, right? Like, the country may have yeah. a new president, the country may not have a new president on November 4th. But what I do know, with absolute certainty, is that I will not have a new king, and I will not have a new
0: person on the throne of my life, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. 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 So in in Matthew two, you know, the wise men are coming to Herod. They've heard of this. They've heard of Jesus being born, and so they come to Herod and they ask him, "Where is he who has been born, King of the Jews?" And and then that one word, born is, you know, is the hope that we live with. Because what what they don't say is, who where is he who was elected king of the Jews? Or where was he who was nominated king of the Jews? Or where was he who was, you know, born in line for the kingship and for the throne of the Jews? No, they say, where is he who was born king? Like, from the very beginning, he was king. Um hmm. And he still is king. And so I just think that produces hope. Um, And so I think that's how we as believers should approach the election, is knowing that, yes, we're voting for the leader of our country, and yes, I think we should vote consciously, with our conscience. But knowing ultimately that the leader of our country does not change my status as a believer and it does not change my eternal security in Christ, no matter who's, who's in office. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good.
1: So with, that, uh, uh, what do you think, what do you think about the, uh, people voting for Kanye? As Kanye's came out in the recent year and whatnot, that he's a, uh, he's a Christian. Now he's came out with, a. Uh, a new Christian album and everything. Wait, are we switching the topic? Uh, I mean, I just I just I want can... to lead into it real fast as we're talking about it. If people are voting for Kanye, he claims to be he, a Christian.
3: He's on ballot. He's on. I know. Ballot. I took a picture of it.
1: Yeah. So what do y'all what do y'all what do you think about that?
2: Of him voting for hmm. president.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: I don't know. I, I mean,
0: is
1: he is he a is valid that,
2: choice? I I don't know. I mean, I've not really looked at his platform and what he's like, what he's running for. You know what I mean? Like his policy yeah. and that kind of deal. Yeah. So I don't know if he's a valid choice. I mean, some people might think he's a valid choice. I mean, people are going to think both ways, right? Yeah. So so I don't know. Right, is he a valid choice to you, Chase?
1: I don't know. I mean. As uh, I know, you're on Twitter, Topher. Uh, as you've seen, I don't know if you've seen Kanye's tweets and stuff in the past couple months, but he's a uh, he's an interesting character, that's for sure, <laughs> with his uh, different tweets and uh, his commenting and stuff. He,
2: yeah, he's a, he's an interesting cat.
1: Yeah, that's so weird. he talks. I mean, yeah, he's. He, one thing, like he, he talks it but uh, he has no good deeds I feel like. So I don't I don't know about Kanye or what that looks like. What do you that mean was, by that?
3: He has no good what? deeds. What do you what do you mean by
1: that? that he's not doing anything that's uh that's very Christ like I mean. Oh okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Kanye's a very interesting person. I also have a. Uh, I feel like I got a conspiracy theory about Kanye too. Oh no! Gosh, man,
2: not another but conspiracy theory. That's here.
1: That's no. That's that's one for off the off the show. Maybe later. Oh my gosh! Oh no. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, do you think he's uh, actually a possibility for next election? Not this one, but next one.
3: No, I, I mean I don't know. I mean He's to go only from like forty two. Yeah, yeah, I mean to go from the entertainment genre to politics is yeah, it's not impossible. It's it's obviously it's been done, but like it's just not. It's usually not the go to for people.
0: That's I mean, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, but I, uh.
1: He's got the money.
2: That huh, doesn't,
0: yeah. doesn't mean
1: anything, Chase. I mean, he can he can advertise. He can have yeah. you know campaigning going around means, for next election. Money money means a little bit. Yeah, money means yeah. a little bit when you're trying to campaign for an election. Right. Yeah. So you can't you can't do it with nothing. But uh yeah, I mean it's interesting uh Kanye coming out with a, as a Christian and stuff, and then uh, I don't know if you boys watch this or not. My wife watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my. I doubt y'all watch don't.
2: it. Chase, you watch it. Don't, Chase, don't. Actually, you watch it.
1: I actually do not. It.
2: Dude, don't be yeah, throwing Mad Dog under the bus like that. Yeah, we she, know that you're the you one make her watch
3: it. it.
1: Yeah, that's not true at all. I couldn't I tell I you which place. one's Kim and which one's the other sister or whatever, I have no clue. Uh, but one thing about it, I think, is interesting. Kanye doesn't talk on that show whatsoever. Like you just see him in the background with his hood up all the time. He doesn't say a word. Damn, so good for him. Makes smart. me makes me think that he doesn't support that TV show and what they do. So I, mean, I think it's I think it's interesting. I
0: mean, so, he, probably he probably
1: doesn't support it.
2: We think, um, so Chase, what do you think the reason, well, really the reason Kanye is even a topic is because he's kind of came back to light in the, other than the president, but with that video from his comments during. Oh, yeah, on Twitter. On the, while he was on the Joe Rogan experience. Um, what do you think? What do we think?
1: Yeah, give a little bit of background information for the people that haven't watched that yet.
2: Yeah, so, um. If you don't, if you if you're not on Twitter or you're not like super into like the mainstream media and like the podcasting world, um, which you probably are if you're listening to this show, right? Um,
1: hopefully, hopefully.
2: But Kanye was on the Joe Rogan Experience, which is like one of the like most popular podcasts right now. Is this podcast that Joe Rogan hosts, and he had Kanye on there. Um, talking about the presidency. I mean, it's like a three-hour podcast, which I'm like, who in the world sits here and listens to this thing for three hours?
1: Um, I couldn't do a podcast for three hours. Yeah.
2: Like, can you imagine us sitting here and recording a three-hour podcast?
1: I hope nobody listens to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. (sighs) That'd be terrible. For for everyone's souls. Like, that's just not right. Um, But anyway, so he says something. There's a clip that was going around twitter you know like a lot of believers and a lot of christians were retweeting and stuff was this clip of him explaining to joe rogan what expository preaching was um and you can youtube it like it's on youtube um it's on twitter if you search it but what he says and how he explains expository preaching is actually really good um and it's actually a really good Kant like a really good understanding of what expository preaching is.
3: Um so yeah, so I was just wondering like what you guys thought about that.
1: Have you watched it, Joseph?
3: Yeah, I just watched I watched the clip and I watched like the first twenty minutes of that podcast.
1: I haven't listened to the podcast podcast yeah but I have uh watched the clip numerous times. Uh what yeah. do you think about it, Joseph?
3: Um I mean, are we just, are you asking me just if I think his view on expository preaching is right or the fact that he has a view on expository preaching? Both. Both. I mean, like Tober said, I think his view of expository preaching was spot on. You know, that's that's the one-to-one preaching of you use scripture to explain scripture. So that was really good. Um, I mean, I think it's cool to see that's what, you know, that's Kanye's being a professing Christian you know that's his topic of choice when he's asked to go on an interview and he can talk about you know whatever he wants and obviously he does for three hours but um you know to see that among that his choice is to talk about his preferred type of preaching I think that's a really cool thing um for someone who has a platform like that to talk about um I think I think the comment he made was like he likes it because you know, it's one-to-one. It's just the word. There's not too much sauce on it or something like that is what he says. Um, which, I mean, I, I agree with. Um, I think that's good. I think it's good to hear, you know, the word, explain the word and not have too much um, sauce, as he calls it. Not too much, you know, just um, preachers just going their own way with it. But I, I think that's really cool. That's That's how he's using his platform. And that's how he's, that's what he's choosing to talk about. So you talked about earlier about, you know, he doesn't have a lot of deeds, but you know, maybe that's that's part of it right there is using his platform to and I'm not, you know, I don't know a lot about Kanye. I don't know a lot about his character or anything like that. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't see his interesting tweets, but you know, I think that's a that's a pretty good sign if that's the only thing you're looking at, which it shouldn't be, but that's it's definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, I also I also agree. That shouldn't be the only thing you're looking at. Uh just, a, just like a little over a month ago. Uh, kanye got a uh, grammy right he, he was awarded a grammy and he posted a video of him urinating on the grammy in a toilet on twitter huh. wow. and then a month later he talks about expository preaching and what that looks like in a in a church so i don't know it's it's very interesting back and forth of uh maybe like old kanye and new kanye i don't know i mean he's a i mean he's a new believer.
2: Yeah, so, but think, that's
1: true.
2: But yeah, I think it's important for us to realize. I mean, sanctification is a process, and like we cannot, we cannot. I mean, Kanye. We're looking at a dude that grew up and has made his living in the entertainment business. You know, in you know, ton of ways that we would say are really worldly ways, or really, um, you know, I mean, that's how you become. That's how you make a name for yourself in that industry. Is just with some of his old music and some of that stuff. It's just We would say it's very worldly. Um, but, I mean, seeing that sanctification is a process, like, we should not expect Kanye to, like... Have, I mean, of course, we should see a turn. You know, that's that's kind of... That's what sanctification, that's what repentance is, is. It's a turning. It's a turning of direction. Um, but I just think we shouldn't be expecting him just to, like that all of his old ways are just going to automatically disappear. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true.
2: Cause it's like, I think that that's one of my, that's thinking back on it. I think that's one of the main things that Christians did when, cause it was, it was, it was almost literally a year ago that Jesus King came out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when that came out, man, it was as if Christians, like, I don't, like, everything blew up. Like, Christian Twitter blew up. Everyone was now a Kanye fan. Like, Kanye was being asked to come teach at conferences, and, you know, his Sunday service thing blew up and stuff. And it's like, one of my biggest things I think Christians did wrong is how fast we tried to force him. Into the spotlight and raise him up almost as this like, on this pedestal of representing Christians. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's super true. I mean, can't go straight into that. Do what? You can't. You definitely can't go straight into that. I mean, it's like the
2: analogy. The analogy that I heard was like, when you're teaching your child to walk, you don't give them the car keys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. They you they have to grow into that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I think it's the same with a new believer. It's like we can't just automatically think, oh, just because they're a Christian now, all their old ways, all their old desires um, are just gonna disappear automatically. No, that's not that's not how it works. Like we're still sinners. we're still we're still
1: broken people. Uh-huh. Mm. But yeah, anyway. good stuff. Good stuff for out here preaching on this podcast boys that's what we do i
2: mean because it's really cool because if you think about it the joe rogan experience that podcast is by far one of the most popular podcasts right now in the world and if you think about it like i'm sure there was a lot of people that when he started talking about that probably turned it off or you know put push the skip button a little bit i'm sure that happened But, you know, just the platform that Kanye has, and if he uses it right, man, the way God can use him for his glory is amazing to think about. You know what I mean? Um, And, like, we see those those glimpses. And that's what I saw when I watched that clip, is I saw a glimpse of God using this man with his platform and with his fame for his glory, is what I see.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's true. All right. Well, uh, I mean, is there anything else y'all want to talk about with Piper's article or <laughs> Kanye? No.
3: Joseph? I don't think so. I think we about covered it. That's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of information. All right. So one final debate. What's the debate? When, when should we start listening to Christmas music? And I think the biggest debate is uh, before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. So Topher, you go ahead. What What do you think? So, um, yeah. So I think
2: it's between after, like, because November first is like in three days, and a yep. lot of people are gonna be like, Christmas Jesus is gonna be blared, like all that stuff. My opinion is not until after Thanksgiving. Hmm.
1: Joseph,
3: we, we I see. definitely definitely agree with that. Any time before Thanksgiving
1: is just too soon. You can't I skip a holiday. It's... Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would I would agree with all that. Dang, I definitely. So we're, we're, going, to, <laughs> some we're debate. going to debate this at all. Like, we all agree. I guess not. That. I thought we were going to be debating this. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I so. definitely don't think you should be able to skip Halloween or Thanksgiving and go straight to Christmas music.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, I saw this tweet, and it was this dude, and he his family already had their Christmas tree up that's ridiculous and he's like it's his his defense of it was that was because it's 2020 and (laughs) because 2020 is crazy like he they could do this but i'm just like man that's just mind blowing like i could never imagine putting up my christmas tree on october 29th you
1: know what i mean that'd be crazy Um, i mean you don't you don't even know we might not even have christmas this year with 2020 going on hey that's not funny who who knows cancel christmas who knows man Chase is,
2: Chase is out here being, um... Screaming. The Grinch. Chase, the Grinch. Chase Man, is I right love I love
1: Christmas. I don't know what you're talking about. Please. One of, my co- One of my co was listening to Christmas music last month. I kid you not. Dang. Oh my goodness. That is, In dude, September, he was listening insane. to Christmas music.
3: And that's the thing, is
2: like a lot of people, I think, like we would say, you shouldn't start listening to Christmas music until after um until after thanksgiving but i feel like that's when all the christmas albums come out you know what i mean
0: yeah it's true like
2: no, christmas albums aren't released after thanksgiving all of them come out in like the middle of october and i just don't get it
0: uh
1: i don't know man i don't know what to tell you does it make Dude, any I have sense a
2: i have a follow-up question to this oh boy So I'm the one that posed this question for us because I was sitting in class the other day and, I don't know, this question popped in my head. I'm like, we should talk about this on the pod. Um, So I have a follow-up question. What is the best Christmas album?
0: Hmm. I have no clue. Come on. Justin Bieber.
1: Is it the the Biebs? It's got to be the Biebs. No, definitely not.
2: Definitely not Chase. Chase. So, oh, like, are we talking about like all day.
1: time? Of then, like, yeah. Of, like, of all time, Justin Bieber has the best Christmas album of all time.
2: Who? Which one's better?
0: Oh, let me hold on. Let's look. Let's look. Let me pull up the Spotify real quick, dude. Which one's better? Is what I'm saying. Between between what?
2: I don't even know what other Christmas albums exist.
1: I mean, name. I can name
2: you Christmas I mean, you got, songs.
1: You got people like Elvis Presley, The Beach Boys.
2: Okay, fine, 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 fine,
1: fine. Like, <laughs> you tell me. Okay, fine. Frank Sinatra. Uh, Frank Sinatra.
2: Dude, Fra- Chase, don't sit here and act like you listen to Frank Sinatra.
1: You don't listen to Frank Sinatra Christmas music. No. All right maybe a couple of songs but not like the album no. no maybe not like that whole album but like he has some really famous songs well sure i mean
3: i, mean, I don't I... think i've ever gone through a christmas and just played a single like album you have the playlist you know you've right, got the right, right. the group of songs that you play in the holidays you don't play an album
2: Yeah, i think you can with beebs i think beebs album is it is a article you can just put
0: pl- might be the uh, excep-
3: might be the exception an album you can just play It's pretty good
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't that's, even know if I would that's agree. That's go be- to Beebs is the best one, I don't know. What do you think? See, I I guess it I guess it is Beebs. I mean, I just can't think of other Christmas albums. I'll yeah, I honestly just can't think I, of another album. I mean, you've got Michael Bublé, but I don't like Michael Bublé. So Whoa, dude! I think his voice—I don't like his voice. I think his voice is too deep. Are you serious? Yeah, too deep. Yeah.
1: Wow. All right, let me let me propose a uh, one of the follow up answers, which might shock a lot of people. Uh, I I don't know if y'all heard of them or not. I mean, they've gotten pretty popular in the past, but the Pentatonics Christmas album. I will agree with that. Dude, I I about them. They're super good. Hundred yeah, percent that,
2: agree. That's true. Those are good.
1: So I think that'd be my answer: the Pentatonic's Christmas album. Mm. So that's yeah, a good
3: one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I can
2: get behind that.
1: All right. What about? All right. Just one more. Just one more follow up question. <laughs> okay. And uh, best Christmas music, or not? Sorry. Best Christmas movie of all time.
0: No oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow what do y'all got? I mean you have to go out. you have to go elf.
3: You just have to. I disagree, but Topher. I mean, when you can watch it <laughs> year after year and consistently laugh about it, that's that's a good movie.
1: man, don't get me wrong. I, I thoroughly enjoy Elf, but that's not what I'd pick. Topher, i got I gotta hear what you'd pick.
2: I'm trying to think. I've got a couple in my mind. Topher's going to
1: say, like, Polar Express or something.
2: Dude, I'm trying.
1: Oh, bro, don't even diss Polar Express. (laughs) That's going to be yours, isn't it? For sure. Polar Express is such a good Christmas movie. Is that your number one? Oh, that's for sure my number one. Easy. Hands down. Are you serious? The whole plot of the
3: movie is because a kid has a hole in his robe.
1: Hey, that's all right.
3: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
2: And he doesn't even—he doesn't even have a name. Like, have you guys ever realized that no character in that movie is named?
1: I've actually not realized that. I thought, wow. That is actually crazy. Except Santa, but like. Of course. But I mean, you got like, you got Tom Hanks in there. I mean, what else? What more do you want? I'm Some to... good plot. Oh my gosh! Don't even try. Uh, wow. Polar Express is so good. That's that's home my Christmas Eve movie every year for sure.
2: Yeah, Polar Express is up there for me just because of the nostalgia with it. Because it, because it would be the movie that me and my sister would watch like as we drove home on Christmas Eve from visiting family. So it's like yeah, so, fall much, so many in, memories. Like I'd fall asleep in the car, like listening to that movie and the train and the songs and. Uh, so that's so good. Elf is good too, though.
1: Yeah, Elf is good, but I mean, it was good, really good when I was twelve. But you know, wow, you grow hey, up. What about Rudolph, man?
0: I mean, Ru- Rudolph is a classic.
2: Dude, it... what was that one? Dude, there's one of those movies that used to scare me to death. Just Probably like, not before Christmas. Like Christmas movie. Yeah, movie? yeah. You know, it was like it was one of those movies that's like Rudolph, where the characters are like. Weird looking.
3: Oh, yeah, that's like the original Rudolph with the abominable snowman.
2: Yeah, but there was one like uh, I can't remember which what which one it was, but I remember I always hated watching it because the like the characters just were scary to me. I can't remember. Wow. I can't remember
0: which one it was. But anyway. So. Yeah.
1: Remind me which which movie did you pick to be your number one?
2: So I said Polar Express. To be honest, I'm drawing a blank on Christmas movies right now. Wow! Does I'll that tell mean you it's what the worst. Sane? I'll tell you what the worst Christmas movies are.
1: Oh, that's a good. All right, what's the worst one? Well, it's an entire
2: genre of Christmas movies. All right. And I will I will take this to the grave. And I know that there's gonna be my there's gonna be listeners out there. They're going to disagree with me and they're going to hate me and they're going to send me hate mail.
1: But it's Hallmark, Hallmark movies, isn't it? Movies, Hallmark, yep. Yep. Oh, that's not even debatable. Those are the worst.
2: Dude, but yep. you know, there's Trash. there's people out there and they're hearing this right now and they're like Of course. No. Like they're getting their pitchforks ready to come kill me.
1: No. Those people are 65-year-old women that sit there uh, and watch the exact same ones every year
2: no i mean yes but dude i know there's a lot of people our age that loves those movies
1: oh gosh that's sad yeah we're not gonna get
2: into that i can go on a rant about hallmark
1: movies people live up in the uh the disney world everything's gonna be okay
2: no, it's not even that. It's like literally every movie is the same movie. Just with every like, movie is the same. A different, yep. Different. It's like just a different setting. They're in a different town, or it's different actors and actresses.
0: I thought. I, I thought you were gonna say movies
1: that have like songs in them and stuff that they sing, like I musicals. That's what I thought you were gonna say.
2: How many Christmas musicals are out there?
1: I mean, there's quite a few. I mean, Polar Express has—I don't know if it'd be a musical, but I mean, it has a lot of singing in it.
2: Yeah, but I, don't, I wouldn't Claire, I wouldn't count it as a musical.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to—I'm trying to think of some Polar Express worst Christmas movie.
2: Dude, J- Joseph, you don't
3: know—he I mean, <laughs> is a hater. Listen. Listen, I just I don't believe that. So, listen, I do not. There are parts that are enjoyable. There are parts that are enjoyable. But overall, I never understood the movie. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Even the way they portray, like, Santa is just ridiculous. Which, of course, I mean, Santa's not real. So, how are you going to portray him? But it's just, it's not, a, I don't think it's a good movie.
1: Man, you, you don't even know. There's so many metaphors for the Polar Express and what? with the Bible.
3: Oh my goodness.
2: Oh no, Chase is one of those guys, it's like, I'm going to find how every movie and every scene translates to the Bible.
1: Well, no, the the uh, the person, what's his name, that created the movie.
0: That um... created the Polar Express? Yeah, the film director or whatever you want to call him.
2: That so that was that was a motive of his as he made.
1: Yeah, that was like, like an underlining motive for the Polar Express. Metaphors. Yeah. Really? yeah. Look it was. up.
0: Uh, oh, I will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's interesting. I don't know if you catch or not, but uh, so you have the train conductor, right? You got Santa Claus, and sure. then you have the ghosts on top.
2: Yeah. Is that supposed to represent the Trinity or something?
1: Basically.
2: <laughs> what? No way. What? Look, do, do, the homeless he, guy on
3: top of the train is supposed to represent the Trinity.
2: Okay, what? which member of the train not, is he? The Holy
3: Ghost because he's a ghost? Does probably. that even matter? I mean, I guess not, but... He washes his socks and coffee. Are you kidding
2: me? Dude, here is a Christianity Today article, which is the first red flag. Second, it was written in
0: 2004. I mean, (laughs) Polar Express came out when? 2004? Yeah. Dang it, I can't read the whole article. Hold on. Let me find a different article. Dude, here's one. Polar Express. Could be a metaphor for Christianity. Oh my goodness! Another article written in two thousand four. Here, here. Let me let me send you one.
2: Dude, send it to us, man. Send it to us.
1: The systematic theology of the Polar Express.
3: <laughs> this is not. real. I am not reading that. Is this ridiculous. is not real. <laughs> Are
2: you <laughs> kidding me? I can't even open this because it'll take me out of this thing. There's no way. This article is literally called The Gospel According to the Polar Express.
3: What in the world is happening? That's a. Re-
0: no, this is ridiculous, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Whatever.
2: Alright, boys, we gotta end this, man. How long have we been going, Chase? Uh, Too long, too long, my friend. We could
3: keep this going for a a while. Yeah,
2: Chase is gonna just keep... Next thing Chase is gonna do is is show us that, I don't know, some other movie is actually, you know, part of the Bible or something.
1: Anyways, so uh, I think we've... We've got a podcast full of uh, topics and stuff, so it should be good to go. Probably too week. many. So, hopefully, next week uh, we'll have another one out so we can keep on track. But uh, yeah. is there anything else y'all want to talk about? Nope.
3: I think that's pretty much it. We covered that's a lot. Good.
1: Well, boys, like always, thanks for listening. Let us know if you have any topics or questions that you'd like for us to answer. Uh, Just DM us on Twitter at Talks Porch. And, uh, yeah, just listen to uh, our next one, man. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. This is the Porch Talks Podcast. Until next time.